Hello, welcome. Today's topic is kind of late for June, our Pride Month, but I'm happy I'm doing this. Happy Pride Month, everybody! Nowadays, especially recent couple of years, there are tons of open-minded and sex-positive equality activity in our country. Politicians, sported celebrities, bravely come out and be authentic to themselves. That's good. Let's vote. Given the progress we will achieve, some probably believe that our society is already totally fair and equal for the minorities, so that they forget the history shadow of discrimination still real in 21st century. This time, I will share some LGBTQ community history to remind us of staying vigilant. And I will share six stereotypes and untrue assumptions about LGBT community, and then I will re recommend several artists who makes contribution to the LGBTQ community. For start, I will briefly explain the meaning of those letters, LGBTQIA, for some people who are not familiar with that. LGBT is more common, and they refer to um, lesbians, gay, bisexual, and transgender, respectively. QIA are comparatively less spoken about. Q refers to queers who are still working on their identities, but definitely not straight. I refers to intersex group whose sex is not clearly defined because of genetic or biological differences. A refers to a sexual group who will not be attracted to sexual activity or don't experience sexual attraction. By the way, when we talk about the identity of LGBTQIA community, we are talking about gender rather than sex. Gender is different from sex, or in a very broad way, we may consider that gender is socially sex. Gender is the identity that is chosen by the person and is not necessarily the same with the sex of birth, such as female or male. It's nothing to do with their sexual charismas. Sex, on the contrary, simply is their sex of birth, which is decided by the charismas. You know, XX or XY or XXY, which is really rare. Conclusion, gender is the social consumptions and the sex is the biological one. Now, let's just start our history journey. Some of the information comes from CNN reports. I won't go back that far because there's no actual social equality progress until 1924. The Society of Human Rights was the first documented gay rights organization which was founded by Henry J. Gaber in Chicago. That's a good start, but April 1952, the, the American Psychiatric Association's Diagnostic Manual listed homosexuality as a sociopath personality disturbance. What's worse, April 27, 1957, President Eisenhower signed an executive order banning homosexuality from working for the federal government because he believed that they were a security risk. September 1955, the first known lesbian rights organization was born in San Francisco. Not every place was making a progress. July 1961, Illinois became the first state to discriminate homosexuality by repealing their uh, sexual orientations law laws. In the same year, the first U.S. documentary about homosexuality aired on a local station in California. 1966, the Los Angeles Advocate, the oldest continuing LGBTQ publication, began a newsletter published by, uh, by a group called per Personal Rights in Defense and Pro uh, 
Defense and Education, aka Pride for short. 1969, police raided Stonewall Inn in New York City. Protests and demonstrations began, which later became the uh, powerful gay civil rights movement in the United States. June 28, 1970, community members in New York City marched through the local streets to recognize the anniversary of Stonewall riots, which is called Christopher Street Liberation Day, and also the first gay pride parade. 1973 was a complicated year. This year, Lambada Legal became the first legal organization established to fight for the equal rights of gay and lesbians. Oh, and New York Supreme Court ruled that this legal can exist as a non-profit. But in Maryland, Maryland became the first state to ban um, same-sex marriage. In the same year, the American Psychiatric Association removed homosexuality from the list of mental disorders in the DSM-2 Diagnostic and Statistics Manual of Mental Disorders by a vote of 5,854 to 310. Eileen Nobel was the first openly gay candidate elected to a state office when she was elected to Massachusetts state legislature. In 1975, the first federal gay rights bill was introduced to address discrimination based on sexual orientation, but this bill was never brought for consideration. 1978, Harvey Milk was the first openly gay man to be elected to be a political office in California. Gilbert Baker was inspired by Milk to design the stage together the first rainbow flag. In 1979, the first national march on Washington for lesbian and gay rights started, which drew about 75,000 to 125,000 participants. 1982, Wisconsin became the first state to outlaw discrimination based on sexual orientation. 1993, President Bill Clinton signed a military policy directive to prohibit openly gay and lesbian Americans from serving in military and also prohibit the harassment of the homosexuals. And the policy was famously known as Don't Ask, Don't Tell. 1996, same president, Bill Clinton signed the Defense of Marriage Act, which banned the federal recognition of same-sex marriage and defined marriage as a legal union between one man and one woman as a husband and a wife. But it didn't convince everyone. Hawaii's judge Chen ruled that the state did not have the legal right to deprive same-sex same -sex couple of the right to marry, which made Hawaii the first state to recognize that gay and lesbian couples were entitled to the same privileges as heterosexual married couples. 2003, the U.S. Supreme Court struck down the homosexual conduct law, which discriminated same-sex same sexual conduct. The first legal same-sex marriage in the United States took place in Massachusetts in 2004. Next year, the California legislature became the first to pass a bill allowing marriage between same-sex couples, but the governor vetoed the bill. 2006, the New Jersey Supreme Court ruled that state lawmakers must provide the rights and benefits of marriage to gay and lesbian couples. 2008, the California Supreme Court ruled that limiting marriage to opposite-sex couples is unconstitutional. However, in the November of the same year, voters approved Proposition 8 in California to make same-sex marriage illegal, but luckily this 
proposition was later found to be unconstitutional by a federal judge. In 2009, Obama signed uh, Matthew Shepard and James Byrd Jr. hate crime prevention act into law. 2012, President Obama became the first sitting U.S. president to publicly support the freedom for LGBTQ couples to marry, and the Democratic Party became the first major U.S. political party in history to publicly support same-sex marriage on a national platform at a Democratic National Convention. Still 2012, Tammy Baldwin became the first openly gay politician and the first Wisconsin woman to be elected to the U.S. Senate. In 2015, the U.S. Supreme Court heard oral arguments on the question of freedom to marry in Kentucky, Tennessee, Ohio, and Michigan. Um, during the Supreme Court ruled that states cannot ban same-sex marriage by a vote of 5 to 4. Each of the four conservative justices wrote their own dissent. 2016, President Obama announced the designation of the first national monument to lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender rights. Next year, the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeal rules that Civil Rights Act prohibits workplace discrimination against LGBTQ employees. Same year, District of Columbia residents can now choose a gender-neutral option for their driver's license. And also the same year, Donald Trump tweeted that United States government will not accept or allow transgender individuals to serve in any capacity in the U.S. military. And he did announce a new policy to ban most transgender people from serving in military. 2020 June, the Supreme Court rules that federal law protect, protects LGBTQ workers from discrimination. The next year, President Joe Biden signed an executive order repeating the 2019 Trump area ban on most transgender Americans joining the military. History is brutal and like a roller coaster, ups and downs. We cannot predict the future, and I can I cannot imagine that we can achieve so much progress. However, it's not enough. I still can hear narratives of ignorance, even by words and assumptions about the LGBT community. And some of them even come from someone who I called my friend. I conclude six stereotypes and assumptions about LGBTQ that straight people possibly have. Number one. There are always top and bottom or male role and female role in a homosexual relationship. Well, this assumption is one of the oldest and the most established assumptions about gay couples, but it doesn't make sense and not true. Just think about it. If a gay man liked another man who was very feminine, then why doesn't he like a woman instead? It's the same for lesbians. I actually believe in there must be a male role and a female role in a relationship is a very heteronormative. Because straight people try to frame gay relationship into heterosexual relationship pattern, which is normal and understandable to them. The truth is that there is no man in the relationship between two women and no woman in the relationship between two men. They don't need to fit into any heterosexual relationship patterns to make their relationship normal, understandable, and acceptable. The second assumption is that people can choose their sexuality. Well, this is absolutely ridiculous. Some religion people believe that a gay couple choose to be gays. They choose a wrong way of living. They choose to be the singers. Actually, being attracted by the same sex is extremely common in nature. 
Not only does it happen to human beings, but in animals as well. Scientists have perceived that the same sex behavior has been documented in over 450 species of animal worldwide. Same sex behavior is naturally playing a vital role within populations. In 2019, by analysis of the DNA of nearly half a million people from US and UK, scientists concluded that genes account for between 80% and 25% of same sex behavior. There's a gene called STRAIK6 which active in the area of the brain differing size between people who are homosexual or heterosexual. There are other many genes relating to same-sex behaviors, but it's too professional to discuss here. The only thing we need to know is that human beings certainly have a specific ratio of population to decided people to be genetically homosexuals. Homosexual is exactly as natural as heterosexual. Number three, the third assumptions and the stereotypes is that some straight people believe that the gays and lesbians can easily fall in love with them. How arrogant some straight people can be. Let me tell you a true story. Just happened two days ago. One of my straight female friends, I'm straight too, just say. The friend of mine just knew one of her classmates was a lesbian two days ago, and she told me that. I thought, okay, it's cool. But she said in terror, and I quote, Oh my god, I didn't know what she is. She definitely tried to hook up with me, but I was not trapped by her. You don't know how hard I tried to not to punch her in her face. In her statement, he pictured his, herself like a potential victim to her lesbian classmate, and she believed that the gay girl must be daydreaming the fantasy about her all the time. She certainly believes that the lesbian must be loving her just because she's a woman. And I, and I ask her, do you love every man because you are heterosexual? She answered me with her shocking face. Of course not, I'm straight, but I don't love all men. And I ask her again, then why do you think confidently that lesbians love all women, including you, who's not hot and attractive at all? I probably won't call her my friend ever again. So heterosexual people, please stop arrogantly assuming gay people attracted to you. They don't love every person with the same gender. They love a person who happens to have the same sex as them. Number four, the assumption is the gay couple will raise their children as gay and they will harm the children. Well, firstly, if sexual orientation could be raised, then why will heterosexual parents possibly have homosexual children? According to their math and the logic, did those straight parents raise their children to be gay? That's absurd. This is the same misinformation as number two. Those people think that humans can choose their sexual orientation. They believe that heterosexual children will be gay if they knew same-sex marriage is an option. Those children will be happily becoming gay if they knew their parents were gay. This news doesn't make sense at any level. Secondly, current research shows that children with gay and lesbian parents do not differ from children with heterosexual parents in their emotional development or in their relationship with peers and adults. They are not more likely, more likely than children of sexual heterosexual parents to develop emotional or behavioral problems. In 2002, the American Academy declared that 
A growing body of the scientific literature demonstrates that children who grow up with one or two gay and or lesbian parents fare as well in emotional, cognitive, social and sexual functioning as do children whose, whose parents are heterosexual. And very similarly, the Children Welfare Legal of Americans' Office position with regards to same-sex parents is that lesbian, gay and bisexual parents are well suited to raise children's their heterosexual counterparts. In some cases, researchers found that the children in same-sex households probably actually be better adjusted than the heterosexual homes. And another study in Australia of, of 2013 found that the children of lesbian and gay parents are not only thriving but may actually have better overall health and higher rates of family co cohesion than heterosexual families. However, there was an article attacking LGBTQ community with saying that same-sex parenting harms children, which was written by Mark Reginers, a sociology professor from University of Texas. Also, it has been proved that this article was sponsored $1 million by anti-LGBTQ think tanks. This article is still used to as a tool for some countries and groups to develop anti-LGBT policy and laws. In spring 2014, the U University of Texas College of Liberal Arts and the Department of Sociology uh, pu publicly distanced themselves from this professor. After the day, he testified as an expert witness against Michigan's same-sex marriage. Bernard Friedman, the judge in that case, found that this professor's testimony was entirely unbelievable and not worthy of serious consideration. The fifth uh, stereotype that is that people become homosexual because of their childhood abuse and sexual trauma. Wrong. There is no scientific evidence to link sexual orientation or sexual identity with childhood experiences or sexual abuse. Researchers and experts on human sexuality don't believe a premature sexual experience play a significant role in adult sexual orientation because homosexual is not mental disease. Nobody can fix no illness. We need to be careful that some people hurt LGBT people with so-called therapy in the name of benevolence. What they really do is abuse. The sixth assumption is that gay people are more likely prone to use drugs, alcohol, and get illness. This one is complicated. Is it true that LGBT people tend to be less joyful than heterosexual people, but it's not because of their sexual orientation? Is it because of um, historical social stigmatization of homosexuality and the violence directed at LG LGBT people? Some ho homophobic people claim that I don't want that I don't like my children to be gay because gays are not happy and they are too sensitive. I just want my kid happy. Guess what? Those homophobic people are the reason why homosexual people are not happy. Homophobia is the problem. Here is the evidence. A study of 2014 by several researchers at major university and the Rand Corporation found that LGBT people living in highly anti-LGBT community and circumstances face serious health concerns and premature death because of social stigmatization and other problems. Sexual minorities living in community with a high level of anti-gay prejudice 
have increased the risk of mortality compared to low prejudice community. Homosexuality is not a mental illness or any emotional disorder, and it cannot cause any illness. But social stigmatization and prejudice contribute to the health disparities in LGBT communities, including emotional and psychological distress and harmful coping mechanism. I know this topic is heavy. Now I want to recommend several artists who belong to LGBT community or are the openly supporters of the community. The first artist is my favorite Australian comedian, Hannah Gatsby. She is an LGBT lesbian and her stand-ups named Nate and Douglas are masterpieces. You cannot imagine a person who suffered from all the hatred stuff such as raping, beating and shaming still has the strength and the power to fight back and laugh out with confidence and resilience. Her shows are brilliant, brutal, harsh, enlightening, and hilarious. As she said, nothing is stronger than a woman who has rebuilt herself. The second artist is also a comedian, Wanda Sykes. She's, she's happily married to her wife, a French woman, and have two children, a boy and a girl. As a black woman, she undoubtedly sets a positive role model for black LGBT community. The third one is my favorite singer and songwriter, Taylor Swift. She wrote a song called You Need Come Down to support LGBT community. And she initiated an ad petition at the end of the MV for equal rights. It has more than half of a million signatures. Another son named Welcome to New York has the lyrics which is boys and boys, girls and girls. Swift demonstrated that this song was written after New York legalized same-sex marriage and she wanted to write a song to remember that moment and support her LGBT friends. Besides her art, Swift donated 113,000 to the Tennessee Equality Project, an LGBTQ advocacy group who has been fighting a, a series of bills in the states, including one that permits adoption agency to um, discriminate against the same-sex couples based on religious beliefs. There are so many marvelous artists as well, such as Ben Platt, Elliot Page, Billy Joe Armstrong, Julian Anderson, Lady Gaga, Angelina Jolene, Sarah Paulson, Jimmy Parsons, Fletcher, Going Red. So many of them, I love them all. I appreciate their courage and the bravery, which are so vital, inspiring to the closest teenagers and even adults. Okay, uh, that's a lot of information, and we should call it a day. Happy Pride Month! I, I wish everyone best living a pride life. Take care. I will see you soon.